Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda is in Zephyr A, and I am in Zephyr B. This is season 30 for me and season 26 for Amanda. And this is day 15 of season 98. Our first question asks us uh, to give the term for the rotation of the forearm so that the palm faces downward and the radius and ulna are crossed. Uh, and tells us that it's the opposite of supination, which is what got it for me. I know that supine means, I, I think, lay, laying face down on something. And then the opposite is prone, which would be laying face up. So I figure, well, if it's supination, then this other thing must be pronation. Mm-hmm. That's what I went with. Yeah, I had much the same logic, um, although I I assumed the supination was upward because the question, you know, says the palm facing upward. I, I don't know if it's parallel. It may not be the same way. Um, but yeah, I just kind of figured, well, the opposite of supine is prone, so pronation. And I've heard of pronation in terms of other um, bones and joints, like um, that's, I, I think there's something related to your ankles or feet, mm. like how they rotate or don't i guess um uh so that you can if your feet are pronated they're bent a certain way or anyway i i I knew that that was legitimately a term and so it kind of clicked together with it being the opposite of supination and i also put pronation and that was correct question two asks us what industry includes such companies as polta formerly centex D.R. Horton, Leonard, and Taylor Morrison. Right. Um, so really, Pulte is what kind of pulled this one for me. Um, and initially, like I was trying to pick it out, like I've, I've seen signs of theirs put up by, like I initially thought in sort of a real estate context. So I was thinking, is this like a real estate firm? Like um, I, I thought Centex... Um, that didn't quite line up for me somehow, and I can't say why, because I recognize Centex and these other ones a lot less. Um, but after letting it sit for a while, I thought, oh, the Pulte signs I've seen have been in front of construction sites. They're like um, a construction company, I guess. I had assumed they were uh, more local, I guess. Mm. Um you know, I just hadn't troubled to look for them in other places because why would I? But um, definitely have seen them around the Metro Detroit area. Um, and so once I kind of landed on that, that they were a construction uh, type of company that seemed right to me. I don't know any of these other names, but I didn't see any reason they couldn't be construction. So that's what I put down. I just couldn't land on this one i i i realized afterward that yeah pulte should have clued me in on it Mm. but i just could i tried thinking of anything any kind of industry and just sort of figuring out okay what's like the the only clue i had was that none of these sounded like real modern techie except possibly centex but Mm. like all the like taylor morrison is not a technology company Right. That's that's not the name of what you know, Dr. Horton is not <laughs> the next big social media site. So I could I could at least go into kind of like okay they they make something is the mm, industry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I just couldn't 
land on what it was that they made. Mm-hmm. Uh, so finally, I just figured, well, maybe they're pr- maybe it's printing. Like it's not publishing because none of these are publishers. I rec- I would recognize more publishing okay. type company names probably, but maybe printing. That's kind of more behind the scenes. So I'll go with that. Sure. Uh, the correct answer was home building slash construction. Yeah. I hope that construction is sufficient for that. I'm oh, reading yeah. this. I wasn't sure if it was home building slash home construction um, specifically. Um, but, I mean, it's one of those things that is definitely kind of in the background of daily life. Like, I remember uh-huh. a question a season or two or more ago about uh, elevator companies. And if you're the kind of person who just idly notices stuff in uh-huh. as you're standing for a few seconds in the elevator waiting for it to you know, do its thing, um, then this is like that to me. Like, you drive past a sign with Pulte on it and sure. think, well, I guess that's that, or just kind of file it away, perhaps. But um, but so hopefully construction will be accepted for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, question three asks us, what Caribbean nation uh, includes La Isla de la Juventud um, and notes that it's a much, much smaller uh, island than the main island in the nation. So I have to think, okay, what's a Caribbean nation that has a considerably large island? Like not just right. one reasonably sized kind of uh, kind of island and then something something that would be much, much smaller would be like, you know, the size of a house and would not be notable. So I figure, okay, what's the biggest island in the Caribbean that's got to be Cuba? Mm. Uh, I tried to think of other ones that might be kind of large enough to have a much, much smaller one that's still notable. Um, But the only other one I could think of that might fit that would be Hispaniola, which, of course, is not an island nation in and of itself. So it would be uh, so uh, like I don't I don't know whether you would say that Haiti has a main island. Mm. It's part of an island. Yeah. Um, So I just. Figured, well, it's probably Cuba. Yeah, this one, I kind of relied on the fact that the two names given for the island are both in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of narrows down uh, what you might pick from in the Caribbean. And I was kind of casting around for, you know, I wasn't thinking that this was a very large island. I was thinking it was maybe one with the two names like Trinidad and Tobago mm-hmm. or St. Kitts and Nevis or... You know, but that, but I thought I, I looked back at it and, you know, obviously focus on this, the Spanish inflected one. So I was like, is it Dominica? No, that's tiny by itself. Um, and reread that part about the much, much smaller of the two main islands. So that set me back to thinking of the much larger islands in the Caribbean. So Jamaica, Hispaniola, Cuba, um, I didn't think it would be Puerto Rico because that's not a nation, of course. Uh, it's part of the U.S. So um, I thought of those other three that Cuba was the likeliest one, being the the entirely Spanish-speaking one of the lot. And naturally, any little island near it would be much, much smaller mm-hmm. um, than Cuba. And so just kind of figured that all fit together um, as a puzzle piece and uh, put down Cuba. And that was correct. Question four gives us a lot of details about a 
various Academy Award nominations and victories and asks us for the name of the star who played the title character and won the Best Actress Oscar in 1964. Yeah, this one really kind of bedeviled me. It definitely was the one I thought about the longest and couldn't land on anything really satisfactory. Um, I initially did think of Julie Andrews, but in the context of like My Fair Lady, where she wasn't actually in the movie, she was seeing the part, like that, that wasn't going to work. Um, and so I moved on to, you know, could this be Elizabeth Taylor for, you know, noting that the film star is playing the title character. So like Cleopatra, mm. I thought maybe there was a, a song and a score in there that was famous. Um, and that was my kind of my best effort. I thought about, could this be a Judy Garland movie? Is it Gypsy? I feel like that would be too late. Um, uh, is it Barbara Streisand? But, you know, Funny Girl, that seems too late, too. Um, and it just never really gelled for me. I did end up going with uh, Elizabeth Taylor, thinking of something like either Cleopatra or even Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, even though this is clearly much more musical than that, but, like, maybe the score of it was, you know, honored in some way. Um, yeah, I just, I felt like I kept circling around uh, uh, and not, never quite landing on a right answer that felt real good, so I kind of resigned myself to that one. Uh, my first thought was Julie Andrews, mm. and then I without even thinking of the movie then i had to kind of figure out the movie I'm not sound <laughs> music. oh wait uh mary poppins did she win an academy award for mary poppins i don't know <laughs> uh was mary poppins nominated for best picture entirely possible score sure best song absolutely yeah that would make sense to me so presumably a musical best special visual effects yeah. oh yeah there were a lot of those especially for 1964 Right. Um, did, did that movie come out in the 60s? Yeah, I think it did. Um, that sounds about right. It, it always kind of felt like it was just a little older than me. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and I tried to think of alternatives, and I thought um, the, the, the one that really uh, popped into mind for me was uh, Sabrina starring Audrey Hepburn. Oh. And especially the title character, I really tried to right, right. just think of that because every everything else that I, everyone else I could think of from that time, it wasn't the title character it was the it was the the act the main actress in it, uh, and then I thought no because my answer would be Hepburn, mm -hmm. and if that were the case, Thorson would want a full name because it would be way too easy to. Uh, to luck into it actually mm -hmm. being Catherine Hepburn for whatever right. for whatever movie it could possibly have been. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I kept coming back to Julie Andrews and, and thinking, I feel like she has an Academy Award. <laughs> could it have been for this versus, say, Sound of Music versus Victor Victoria versus mm -hmm. any of the, the many, many other classic movies that she's been in? Yeah. I mean, was she in The King and I at some point? Uh, or is that somebody else? I think there's somebody else. Okay, but yeah, just I figured there's there's enough. Uh, she's had enough bites of that apple that clearly she's gotten one at least. So could it have been for Mary Poppins? Absolutely. Uh, if only because uh, I, I feel like a what is essentially a comedy character uh, and certainly is a musical character would be much more likely to win a 
a Best Actress Academy Award than an actor. Mm. Uh, the, the the serious half of the Academy hates comedy and, and doesn't think much of musicals. Right. Even back then when they were making all those great ones. <laughs> uh, but women were always kind of more able to get away with that sort of thing. Sure. Uh, you see it in the supporting ranks, too, that... Uh, you're, it's kind of less unexpected when a woman wins a supporting actress award for a comedy. Sure. Um, and then even on the on the male side, supporting actor awards uh, for for comic performances are m- significantly more common than on the on the best actor side. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I figure, yeah, all of this is just kind of me trying to convince myself that I'm right, <laughs> but everything else in the question fits there's nothing that kind of sticks out and makes me think oh wait maybe maybe, i don't know um you know and and if it had been say your catherine hepburns or Mm. uh, any of the other great actresses of the age that i couldn't think of uh, in the 60s then it wouldn't have been in a musical so i i finally just bit the bullet and said andrews that was the correct answer well done yeah, I kind of, I did some of the same uh, mental calculus as you, but I think I had, you know, I think I had eliminated Julie Andrews as well based on the sound of music not being a character. <laughs> Figured that yep. was, if she was getting the award, it was yep. for that. So, oh, well. Uh, moving on to my next stumbling block, uh, we are asked to name the uh, Native American group that Geronimo and Cochise were leaders of, and that was also uh, uh, a Hanna-Barbera Super Friends related uh, character. This is Apache Chief. Mm. His power was he could grow, mm-hmm. and he was strong when he grew. Uh, one of the, uh, one, of, one of your very early token uh, diversity characters mm. back in the day, him and Black Lightning. Oh, yeah. Uh trying to think if there were I, I feel like there was a, a triad of them but i can't think of who the other one was probably a problematic east asian character mm. was there a samurai who turned into a tornado something anyway, anyway this is apache chief and i looked at geronimo and cochise yeah i feel like they were they were probably apache uh, indian uh, native americans as well so yeah i'll say apache yeah, I um, the closest I could somehow get to this was Cherokee, because mm. once I heard Cherokee Chief, I knew that it had some sort of alliteration yeah, yeah. in the name, yeah. but I picked the wrong uh, place of alliteration yeah. and just kind of that was close enough for me that I went ahead and put it down. I, I can't really, you know, I, I'm, I'm very uh, sort of disappointed in this one in the sense that this really should be my wheelhouse. It was one of my favorite shows as a little kid. Mm-hmm. And I remember the character well. Um, you know, just uh, all of the characters on the show. I think you're right about the samurai. I can't remember the guy's yeah. name. But yeah, he's had like became like a tornado or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, yeah, I just, my brain, I, it was not a great day for me in general. I, I was having just kind of a down day and so um i i put down cherokee and just kind of apparently could not think through the fog enough to get it mm-hmm. and it was apache indeed and yes the other one was samurai 
And, and it was Black Vulcan, not Black Lightning. And there were, in fact, a couple others even who were uh, Latino. And I forget mm. what the other one was. I just looked it up briefly. Okay. But yeah, they they very clearly were like, oh, we need some diversity, even if that wasn't necessarily the word they used back then. Right. Question six asks us what influential literary focused TikTok sub community uh, helped out Daisy Jones and the Six to become, uh, no, I don't want to say notorious, but uh, <laughs> to, to gain notoriety. Right. Um, I figured this had to be book talk. And this is just learning about TikTok groups like this sort of from you by osmosis, because <laughs> I am not a TikToker. Um, but you've, you know, mentioned some of these, uh, different little communities and how the, uh, algorithm of TikTok will tend to sort you into these, you know, sort of, uh, uh, specific, specific areas, not, not super specialized necessarily, but, um, a little bit tailored. Uh, but I know, I, I also have read that, you know, independently too, that book talk is kind of a thing that that's a way that people, you know, can get some real viral buzz for their books going. Um, and, and I think I, I don't know if I've read specifically about this novel, you know, being catapulted into notoriety, uh, by book talk, but it was really the only thing that made sense. And, you know, with the explanation in the rest of the question. So I put down book talk. Uh, yeah, I, uh, that is actually one of the TikTok sub-communities I have never managed to find myself in. Oh. Uh, I've read about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've seen uh, books like Daisy Jones and the Six that have been become uh, more famous because of it. Uh, I've probably read a couple. I don't know whether ever on purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that's, book talk is just a thing and... That's what I said. Yeah, and that was the correct answer. And now that I'm talking about it, I think it might have also been a you ought to know question. Oh, probably. I bet it was a while back. So I've yep. had a few different ways to reinforce that for me. Uh, nevertheless, I am ending up with four out of six on the day, and I don't love that for me mm. because both of those other two answers should have been within my reach. Um, although I guess I will be glad enough that I got a geography question. Um, and a business econ and, I don't know, book talk's probably the least, uh, least point gathering one for me, but, uh, I guess we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, I got five, which nice. I'm happy with. Uh, yeah. uh, and the other, and the one that I didn't get was business econ, which is, eh, mm. low, but not bad for me. Okay. So it's okay. possible that someone will have said, oh, well, you know, you got five ways into that question. Uh. You must've heard of one of them. Well, yeah, that one's hard to gauge because they're, unless you're kind of in the construction industry, yeah. it depends on how much you kind of notice that background mm -hmm. stuff or, you know, care about it or whatever. True. So True. hard to defend. Yep. But, you know, business econ is better than my geography, so I, mm. should, I shouldn't lose too many points from it, but we'll see how it goes. Well, let's hope so. Yep. And that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. Follow Learned Lag with all the vowels now on Blue Sky. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat. <laughs>